Welcome to Make Your Life Magnificent with coaches Jackie and Mimi, co-founders of The Resting Mind. We're keeping it real with Generation X women talking about the stuff that keeps you up at night. From managing the demands of your career to finding happiness in your life and everything in between. Each week, we'll help you close the gap between your conscious goals, the results you want to achieve, and your subconscious settings, your thoughts and beliefs, by sharing tools and strategies based in brain science and energy. Here in the United States, we are celebrating Thanksgiving a time when we actively participate in giving thanks and gratitude for all we have. But what if you feel like you've got nothing to be grateful for? In this week's episode, we're going to talk about what you may be thinking and afraid to say out loud. Hey, Mimi. Hey, Jackie. It's Thanksgiving week. Gobble, I am thankful for you. I'm thankful for you, too. We are so excited that you guys are here with us listening today. Thank you for, for doing that. We are thankful for you guys, our listeners. We have been podcasting almost a year now. It's hard to believe. It's hard to believe. And we love that you guys are on this journey with us and tuning in every single week. So thank you for that. Thank you. So before we get started, I do want to talk about what we have in store. We have a brand new course just for you. It's a way for you to get involved with myself, Jackie, and Mimi on a self-guided digital online course called Get Unstuck. If you are waking up every morning and you want the day to be different, but then every night you're beating yourself up because you haven't changed a thing, We've got the course for you. This online course, Get Unstuck, is only $29, and it's going to be talking about all of the things that you need to do to start taking actions and getting the results you want. So go on over to www.therestingmind.com backslash get unstuck to get started and sign up. And and if you haven't left us a review, can you please just take three minutes out of your day? Each week, we work really hard to provide you with content that will help make your life magnificent. And this would go really far for us. And we would be very thankful also. (laughs) (laughs) To add that in. I am thankful for Mimi. We've been working together and building this business for almost, well, we've been building the business for about three years. And we launched the business less than two years ago. It's crazy how, how... How much has happened. How much has happened, how far we've come. And also, in some instances, I can't imagine or remember my life prior to the resting Mm -hmm. mind, so that's interesting. But I'm laughing because we are sitting here, we go to sit down to do our podcast, and we assumed our positions. We have officially become what we call like an old married couple. (laughs) (laughs) I know exactly where I'm supposed to sit when we podcast. Mimi knows exactly where she's supposed to sit when we go to record videos. We have our, we're we like have the our, old guy, the old men and the Muppets. Yeah, have our but, side. Yeah, but yes, but we're not complainers. No, we're not complainers. Not grumpy. <laughs> they were grumpy. But I have to, I have to, I, I have to thank you today for, and this is funny because this is one of my quirks. When we work in a document together, I like things formatted just so. And I like for my bullet points to be little pluses. I'm very 
particular. And today, Jackie went out of her way to make sure that the document was formatted. And I want to say, I know that that went against your core value of efficiency. It, it didn't it go public. against my core value of efficiency, but I like my documents in old school outline format. To me, that's a big cluster. But I did it for you. <laughs> Thank you. I know you did. And I was very, I'm very appreciative. Good. I'm glad. I don't want you to think that that didn't go unnoticed. Well, that's because we are a team and we do what we, we can to make each other happy we and do. supportive. We do. And you know, this week we are talking all about gratitude. There are so many layers to this, ladies, and I know that you have heard over and over again the importance of gratitude. We want to dig into this and we also understand wholeheartedly that this may be a foreign concept at this point in time. Exactly. You know, I, I think every year, especially when it gets closer to Thanksgiving, a lot of your news outlets and you're going to be hearing about what are you grateful for and blah, blah, blah. But this year in particular, it could be incredibly hard to feel thankful when our lives have really been turned upside down. I don't think there is anyone listening to this podcast who has not been affected by the current events of the coronavirus, whether God forbid you've lost someone or have fell ill yourself, or if you've lost a job, or just dealing with the extra stress of that this is brought on. So it's it's a difficult time, and here we are at Thanksgiving, and many of us can't even celebrate the way we have. You know, we're not celebrating with our loved ones. We can't travel to our loved ones. Maybe we're afraid to be with our parents who are older. It's hard to really sit here and pause and say, well, what am I thankful for? But the, But what we want you guys to do is really think about... I think gratitude needs to be about focusing on what there is to be grateful for. And it could be small things. They could be small wins. But it's not only about the big things. So while we feel really awful if we've lost our job and we're worried about our financial situation, we should be really grateful for other things. Maybe we're, you know, we personally are healthy. We still have a roof over our head. We're in a loving relationship. It could be anything, but we want you to just remember that you know, there are, there are lots of layers. To there are this lots of layers. You know, what I do want to say first is that if you are feeling really upset about even this episode, maybe it's pushed your buttons like, you know, and you're thinking, what do I have to be? Why should I feel grateful when I've gone through all of this stuff? It's okay to feel that way. It's a normal part of the process. And I want to share a very personal story about my own journey with gratitude through something that has been difficult. So I am a believer that even in the most difficult circumstances, we can find something to be, we can find gratitude in them. And I've talked about this before on the episode, but I'm a surviving sibling. I lost my sister in 1998, my brother in 2008. One had a brain aneurysm. The other had a, went into cardiac arrest. Two crazy freak things. And I could very easily be... Uh, why me? You know, that kind of thing. And I did for a long time. I'm not going to say that I didn't. Because you're human. Because I'm human. Yeah. You should question those things. And for a long time, I was really pissed. I was really furious and pissed that this happened not only once, but twice. And what I was able to get out of these circumstances is I was able to really change my life for the better because having gone through that and the transformation, it changed me to be a much better version of myself. And I'm grateful for that. 
I can't say that I would be where I am now, maybe even sitting next to Jackie, because maybe I wouldn't have become a coach or gone through this personal self-development journey that has gotten me here today. And I'm very grateful for that. I'm grateful I was able to get back up after both of those situations. So I, all of that is to say that even in the most difficult situations, there is an opportunity to transform yourself, to get back up, to be resilient and use it as an opportunity to change and be positive someplace. And it doesn't have to be overnight. It can take years. It took me years, to be quite honest. But I am a believer that if you look for it, you can get that out of that kind of experience. Gratitude is so powerful. And Mimi, your that story is so beautiful. And I'm sure our listeners are so thankful that you shared it with them because it's such a personal and vulnerable story. And to be able to share that gratitude and appreciation really helped you get through that, even in your darkest times. I think mm-hmm. you explained it to me once beautifully. You said gratitude was like a pinprick that allowed some light to come back into my life. And when you yeah. said that, I actually got chills. You did? Because it's just so beautiful. Well, you know, one thing that I remember feeling right, pretty much right away was that I remember thinking to myself, listen, there are a lot of crappy brothers and sisters out there. And I was lucky to not have that. And so I was grateful that I had really awesome siblings for as long as I did. And I remember telling people, if I had the choice to have like a really crummy brother or sister forever versus the amazing ones that I did for a short period of time, I would go through that all over again. And so that was like the pinprick of gratitude that came through for me. And it was, I was really, it allowed me to start healing, to be quite honest. I love that. I, I love that concept. I, I'm going to share a story. I wasn't going to share the story, but when you said that, it it brought up emotions. And I've actually been very emotional about my dad. My dad passed away six years ago. And I was just telling my husband this morning, today's election day, so we're recording on election day. And when we went to vote, I was telling him that I had a, I'd been just thinking heavily about my dad every single day and often several times a day. And my dad went in for a for surgery and had an allergic reaction to something called heparin, which is a medication that, you know, almost everybody who has a kidney or lung or liver surgery has to have. And he had an allergic reaction that put him into um, a medically induced coma. And so he went into the hospital in February and he was in a coma from the last week in February up until June. And that whole time, they didn't think my dad was going to come out of it. They just kept saying he was circling the drain. And long story short, my dad did come out of the coma, came out of the hospital, and was released from rehab um, the end of September. And then in June of the following year, my dad had a massive heart attack and died. And it was shocking and upsetting and all of that. And people would say to me, it's so unfair that he fought his way back and then died. It's so unfair. And to that pinprick of gratitude, I didn't feel that way at all. I kept saying, what a blessing that I and my daughter and my husband got, and my mom got eight more months with my dad. Because before that, while he was in the hospital, my daughter couldn't see him and he wasn't debated. So I didn't, you know, seeing him physically, but I actually got eight more months with my dad. So to that point, I could have taken that road of, anger and frustration and how could you and blaming the universe or God or anything else for taking my dad after he fought so hard. 
But I believe that Which he would be came, a natural reaction. Right. I do. I believe he came back to give us eight more months. Yeah. And so what a difference. You, you right? Need to, right. You have to. You know, there have to be ways to look at things to find where that pin prick of light is and it's a choice and it's not always an easy choice because i guess that's what they say when you take the road higher never traveled right Right. is that it yes so right i mean because it's a choice it can be you know when you're feeling that way when you're going through a difficult time it could be easier to to stay down there of course you know to make that choice to look and say you know i had eight more months that's that's brave it's brave. It was it was a gift. Yeah. That's how I saw it. It was a gift. Not it didn't make losing him easier. No. It just made having him when I did better. Yes. Right? And that's what it that was what it was about. Yeah. Um, so, you know, gratitude really there's so many benefits of gratitude. So not only is it kind of how you manage your perspective in times that are tough and even if they're not that tough, right? We're talking about really heavy moments in our life, but even if they're not that tough, it is about recognizing that there is something better out there. There's something else about gratitude. It is. It really does have an incredibly positive impact on our brains. And you know that I'm the brain science geek here. So I have to go into this. But you've all heard you know, the importance of a gratitude journal. And I know I'm supposed to do this. But many of you are listening and being like, yeah, I heard it. But I still don't do it. Right. 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 I mean, because... It's another thing on the to-do list, but I have to tell you, the research around gratitude is astonishing. When we practice gratitude, our brain lights up in specific areas and can start to connect new neurotransmitters, and it literally changes our brain. And these new neurotransmitters allow us to pull from positive experiences more often instead of that natural and automatic embedded negative experiences, right? Our negativity bias. And when I took the course at Yale called The Science of Well-Being, one of the key components to overall well-being is gratitude. And it's because So this came up during the course. It was a there was a huge section on it because gratitude allows you to process your emotions and in general it's more collective state of being as opposed to a a um compartmentalized what does that mean can you explain that because i'm not really sure what that means sure sure so in general so a more collective state of being means instead of being um uh letting life happen and letting things come as they are you are collecting and owning the way you feel so you are taking back control and gratitude allows you to actually see things in a more positive light like you said with the eight months yes which which opens up you and kind of boosts your well-being so it it boosts your overall happiness and then it allows your baseline for happiness to To rise okay and that's the goal right that's what we talk about at the resting mind all the time is how do we raise our quote-unquote resting mind Mm -hmm. so that when our subconscious takes over it is optimized to be in alignment with what we want it to look like there's some there's so many benefits of it and i think you know for someone who you don't have to journal and i think that's the other thing writing things down is quite powerful but even being thankful and showing gratitude out loud saying something out loud is okay too oh yeah i don't think that it has to be like the gratitude journal where it's just you know you light a candle and it has to look in a certain way i mean i think you can do it in all sorts of different ways and you're 
It doesn't have to be a very regimented practice. That's what's so nice about this. Yeah, we did, we need to stop taking for granted all the beautiful things that are around us. Yes. And, and, and even my dog that's crying and whining in the background, I'm like, I could be annoyed by it, or I can be grateful that she's 13 and still yes, has the okay. energy to, yeah. to jump around and cry and get crazy because she wants a cookie. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, you know, while Jackie's been talking so much about the brain science around this, I want to pipe in real quickly and just say, you know, you know, I'm going to say this, but from an energetic perspective, that gratitude is a really high energy level. It's like four five or six, which really puts us in a great space yeah. where we just feel collaborative and happy and just we it gets our juices flowing. So it's a good place to be. So it's election day, as I told you, which means that there is a heightened anxiety in our country that is un unprecedented. Mm. Yes, The stress sure. and anxiety is really high. Post-election, I believe that depression may be another factor. And there's some, some other great research that shows that when people seek help from mental health professionals and they add journaling, a gratitude journal to the practice, their mental health gets stabilized much quicker and the results are much stronger. I have, I, I don't think I've told you this, but I have really upped my journaling game, uh-huh. and I've been getting up at four in the morning to make journal. Mm-hmm. Wow! Almost you every are, day. You yeah. are dedicated. I'm proud of you. Thank you. And I, I, it allows me to shift the way I'm thinking about things and look at things at different perspectives. But also, I do make sure to jot something down about what I'm feeling grateful for. So I can talk about my journaling process another time, but... I love it. You should yeah. tell people, like, what have you found? Let me ask you, Mimi, what have you found? How has it boosted your mood or helped you with clarity since you've been doing it? Well, so I go through a process, and this is a process that's been taught to me from a coach. So it's something that I follow. So it's pretty structured. So I put down what I'm currently feeling. And a lot of times, I got to tell you, although I'm a naturally happy person in the morning, sometimes I feel anxious, right? So it's a great way to process all the gunk that's going through your mind, like all of my thoughts. So I get very clear on the emotion I'm feeling. And I write down every thought that is coming up for me that's making me think, making me feel that emotion. And then I decide how I do want to feel. And then I write down everything that I need to think in order to feel that way. So that's a big piece of it. It's really powerful. And then I also jot down a couple of things that I will do that will make my day very intentional. And also I have some big goals that I'm working towards. So it's like, well, what are the things I'm going to do that day to work towards my goals? That kind of thing. And then I end it with one thing I'm grateful for. I love that. Well, how, well, how beautiful is yeah. that? Yeah, so it probably takes a good half hour, 45 minutes. That's why I'm, I've been getting up at four in the morning but I'm a morning person and I find that it's really powerful if I don't do it it allows me to stay in that energy level right of those thoughts that I haven't really processed and examined and so so gratitude is a small piece of it but it's a powerful exercise so anyway getting back to we kind of went off on a journaling tangent I personally find journaling to be very powerful that's kind of my tool some people will use meditation some people maybe will have a more formal gratitude practice while they're putting 10 things down. I did that for a while. I started to find though that every day it was almost the same thing. Yeah. It was hard to find different, even though I was trying to be creative. So that's why I stick to just one thing typically. 
One thing is, it's one thing to just acknowledge. It's about right. acknowledging. And I think we don't, we as humans just don't do that. Enough. No, no. Well, let's talk a little bit about the, the chemicals and the brain, because this is really, I think when I first heard about journaling and gratitude, this was way before I was a coach. This is going way back. And if somebody would have explained to me the physical benefits of it, I think I would have probably started the practice sooner than I did. And I'm not a, I am not a, an avid journaler or... You're not? Uh, no, I'm not. I used to be when I was younger. I'm not an avid journaler. I'm much more of a meditative, get in my state, be thankful, gratitude kind of person. And That's I know that you I do process. a lot of meditation. I used to meditate for a long time, but that practice has kind of gone by the wayside for me. And I do a, more of this active journaling. Which is funny because I'm the active one and you would think that I'd yes. like the active journaling. But I think because I create content all day, I just need to quiet my mind. It's yeah, really funny. that makes sense. But so what, why do I want to... Jackie's our content person, <laughs> by the way. I lean heavily on her for that. Well, why do I want to pause about the, the chemicals? It's because I want you to understand what happens. When you practice gratitude, you release a bunch of these different chemicals in your brain and they're the positive chemicals, right? The negative chemicals come from stress, which is adrenaline and cortisol. And so this, this is a counterproductive, that those are counterproductive to happiness. And so for us, we want to create more happiness chemicals. So dopamine is one of the greatest um, neurotransmitters that we can release. And one of the other ones we don't talk about enough on our podcast is serotonin because and it's just so powerful. It's the mood enhancing chemical. Mm. So it's not, you know, dopamine's like, oh, yay, I want to dance. It's like a party. It's like the reward chemical. But this serotonin actually enhances our mood. And with high levels of stress and anxiety plaguing Gen X women, serotonin is a natural way to combat these. And when it's released, it actually stabilizes our mood. So when we're feeling anxious and we're feeling stressed, serotonin will actually stabilize our mood. So it's really powerful when you do all of these things together. Now, Jackie, I'm going to ask you a question. If you are practicing gratitude, then you're you're almost tricking your brain because into releasing that serotonin, right? Because you're really fo- actively focusing and seeking out things to release Yes, the serotonin and, and you're feeling brain. happy yeah. about it yeah. too and appreciative. It rushes through your body, and we want to be appreciative of those things. And so, we want to help you guys train your brains to see what's happening, right? To see what's really going on in front of you, instead of automating to, oh my goodness, COVID, and my daughter has to stay home from school because there was a t- there was somebody that was positive in school. Now. I could actually automate to that instantaneously, or I could say, thank God it wasn't my daughter. Thank God the kid that has COVID actually isn't sick and isn't showing any signs and they're not in jeopardy. Right. And thank goodness that I know about it and the kids that that were around this other kid quarantined and right, there's a way to look at things. Yes, you could focus on the fact that my daughter had to stay home from school for a couple of days, or you could focus on the fact that the, the school was... Go doing everything they can to proactively manage and deal with the quarantine to keep everybody safe. Right. Right. That's your choice. And I think we automatically want to complain. We automatically want well, to... Well, do you think it goes to our negativity bias also? I believe so. And I think some people are just complainers. Yeah. Some people just rather complain than make Oh, I active... know a few of those. Yeah, <laughs> me too. You know, and, but you know them, right? So they rather, even if you gave them a choice to solve the problem or complain about the problem, 
they'll complain. It's the easier way out. Sure. They feel like they're being heard and they feel like they're making a difference. Meanwhile, they're not actually doing anything. No. No. They're not, not changing anything. They feel like they are, though. Yeah. Complaining about the way somebody drives is not actually going no. to help the road get any safer. No. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. So we need to do that. So research shows that there's a correlation with better sleep, energy, low cellular inflammation, and it helps with depressive symptoms. That is a lot. Like even this low cellular inflammation, I can't... Inflammation. Inflammation. Thank you, Jackie. I'm grateful that you're helping me as I tumble over my words. Inflammation is where disease comes from, right? So if we can use gratitude as a tool to help us manage that, I mean, that's amazing. Dr. Joe Dispenza's book I love Dr. Joe Dispenza. It talks so much about how powerful our mind is to help us heal disease. If you haven't read Super Becoming Superhuman, I highly recommend it. It's dense. It's hard to get through. Yeah, his books but, typically are also, but they're powerful, 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 but they are very dense to get through. Yeah, they are very dense. Because they're, they're based in science. They are, but they're they're fascinating. So let's talk a little bit about, okay, so you say- Breaking okay, the habit of Mimi. being you, sorry. Breaking <laughs> oh, the habit of being book. you. So, so you say, okay, Jackie, Mimi, what if, what's going to happen if I start a gratitude journal and start, my, my stomach is growling. Ladies. I thought it was Can the dog. Oh, uh, no, it's my stomach and I already <laughs> ate lunch. So uh, I want to share with you what's going to happen, what you can expect. So when you practice gratitude, when you practice really appreciating stuff, it helps you become more creative because you're actively thinking about things differently. Instead of accepting things as they are, you you go out and you seek the good, which causes you to become more creative. That's right. And also it makes it trains you to start looking for the positive things yes and it change change trains you to also change your perspective right to not just accept a perspective the way it is or the way it showcases to you but to take your lens and to pan it out it makes such a difference it helps you become more empathetic to others (laughs) makes you happier it makes you uh, it opens you up to being less selfish right if you, because you're looking at someone else's point of view or what they're going through or being empathetic to people. And just being happy and grateful for what you do have. Mm-hmm. It creates a more positive, natural outlook in life that makes sense. It also connects you to your higher self. It, it can make you more spiritual. And regardless of what you believe in or who you believe in, we are here on this earth for a greater purpose than what we are doing. And we are here to leave as humans better than the way we came. So anything that helps us do that on that journey is to achieve really, that goal yeah it's really important and it yeah and it propels you to achieve goals so our our gratitude actually having a lot of gratitude helps us want to achieve goals because why because it's positive it makes you feel like you're invincible it makes you feel happy it makes you feel fulfilled it up levels your well-being that's what this is all about how do you up level your well-being how do you get happier gratitude's a big piece of that jackie do you want to talk a little bit about the long-lasting impact on the brain it's amazing while it takes time for practice to start really embedding i hate to say that ladies you're not going to journal today and have an epiphany tomorrow (laughs) this comes from the woman who's constantly working on her patients yes i know how long things take it does have the lingering results are astonishing Research shows how months later, if you took an MRI of the brain, 
and you ask gratitude questions, the parts of your brain still light up. It's fat. It's unbelievable. That's fascinating. It has, so it's like the gift that keeps on giving. It's, it's the gift. It's it's very similar to meditation. The meditated, you know, when you practice meditation, ladies, there's a long lasting effect in that. If you did an MRI after 30 days, your brain would light up very differently. After 60 days, it would light up very differently, and that's like astonishing. And Wow, that we have some way to actually change the makeup of our brains. And that's that's just what, what we It's incredible. Would, yeah. I mean, why don't we do more to do that? Because right. we can't physically see it. Because we can't physically see it. Isn't yeah. that astonishing? Yeah. If you're li- still listening to this episode, you're probably nodding your head now in agreement that gratitude is important. You're yeah. hearing about all of the benefits. But still, given the circumstances that we're in, it could be a stretch right now to be feeling grateful. So how do you get started? Well, look at the little things. And a lot of times, these are the things that we really take for granted. So if you haven't met the love of your life, or if your kids aren't doing amazing in school, or you haven't, you're not living in your dream home, you still have plenty of things that you could be grateful for. And I have to tell you, ladies, living in the dream home, having the dream car, there's a whole side of that, that what you predict will make you happy, Won't. that it doesn't. And so those things actually don't up-level our happiness well, at all. You know it's what that I, desire that makes us sad, but getting it doesn't make us happy. What I always like to say about that is wherever you go, there you are, right? So the person you are now, wherever you go, you're still going to be that person, yes. whether you're you know, in that dream home or whatever. So figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, just don't, don't bank on, on possessions, things, right? right? Bank on the things or that situations. you should feel unhappy about should be things that really will impact your life, like health, right? Even finances, if you have enough money to get through your, to survive, be grateful for that. Right. Even if, you know, even if you're not able to buy the brand new car, even if you're not be able, able to go on vacation this year, but you can survive, be grateful for that. That's a, that's a huge, yeah. that's more than a lot of people have. And I like to take things even down to a like a smaller level. It's like, be grateful for a hot shower. You ever have a morning where the heat's not working yes. and you have to take an ice cold shower? You'll be pretty grateful for a hot shower then, right? <laughs> but we take it for granted. You turn on the water, it's hot. It's hot. But some days... It's just not available to us and we right. miss it. And some people don't have it at all. Yes. So right? let's be so, grateful for all of those yeah, things. Yeah, all of those things. All of those things. Just, you know, roof over your head. Heat. All mm-hmm. these things. You know, the ability to turn on the faucet and water comes out. Mm-hmm. You know, these are things that we really take for granted. So Especially here in the U.S. Yeah. So let's talk about how else you can make it a practice, Mimi. We talked about having an actual physical gratitude journal where you're actively writing down 10 things a day, you know, and it's maybe it's your gratitude journal, you know, and you're kind of keeping track. Or maybe it's just something that you've made a part of your practice like I do, and it's I'm jotting down one thing that I'm grateful for. You, you can also make a mental list of things before you go to sleep. So, you know, a lot of times women, especially Gen X women, we struggle with going to sleep. We struggle with the whole process. So close your eyes and think about what you're grateful for or even just start journaling at night so you empty out your, uh, empty out your subconscious of all the things that are kind of ruminating in your head. I like to do that at night as I'm falling asleep. If, if I'm having a hard time falling asleep, I will start to actively list. I like to play a game in my brain to come up with as many things as I can to be grateful for. Oh, there yeah. you go. And it helps kind of like refocus me and make me relax and, and fall asleep. 
So. so be grateful for those around you. Your son empties the dishwasher. Say thank you. Your husband finishes a long day at work. Just say thank you. You know, you're exhausted from the, he's exhausted from the stress all day. And just by you saying thank you is showing gratitude. So not only gratitude for what's around you, but gratitude towards others. The things that we take for granted. Your mom, you know, for me, if I leave my mom's house at night, she'll always call to make sure I got home. Okay, still to this day, and then, really you know, I'm a 40 something year old woman. Thank you, mom, thank you for worrying about me. So, gratitude is about showing thanks to those around you. You know, someone picks up a coffee for you and says, Oh, I was thinking of it. Just thank you. And it'll, it'll open up your heart. It actually opens up your heart chakra. I love that. That feels good, doesn't it? Feel, it? it feels it great. It really does feel good. It feels great. You know, another thing also, if you're in traffic or on waiting on a line, right, this is a great opportunity instead of getting frustrated is to, again, start in your mind thinking about the things you're grateful for. What are you grateful for in that minute? And stop getting on your phone. This is a great way to become very present in that moment yes. too. Yes. Which is, you know, which is part of why we struggle with gratitude because we are always filling our moments with something else. We're always having to be entertained. Yeah. And then stop yourself. You get frustrated by the technology at work and you know it's going to take you down this rabbit hole. Shift your conscious mind. Say, I'm grateful for this job. I'm grateful that I have a computer to do the work. Don't get caught up in that moment because it's just going to make you go down this spiral and it's going to be really hard for you to get out. Yeah. So on that note, we want to thank you, all of our listeners. I know that we said that earlier in the episode, but we really are thankful for your support as we have started this podcast journey in this past year. I think it was a year ago, right about now, where you and I were really working very hard to try to make our podcast perfect. And from there, we almost crashed and burned. Yes. And we didn't. And I'm so thankful that we didn't. I'm that, thankful yeah. too. And I'm thankful for, for you ladies. Let us know what else and what other topics you'd like to hear uh, us talk about. We had some great feedback from the survey that we did just a couple of weeks ago we'll pop that back in the hmm. show notes so that you guys can let us know keep what the you suggestions hear. coming absolutely because we're always looking for different ways to support you and we are always looking for different topics that maybe we haven't thought about so we have a lot of great ideas coming up for the end of the year and a couple of really fun mm -hmm. things around the holidays that we can't wait to spend more time with you so until next week Cheers to your magnificence. If you like this episode, leave us a review. It'll help more Gen X ladies find us so they can make their life magnificent.